0: Welcome to the first podcast from the Responsible Finance and Investment Foundation. We hope that this format will provide an interesting look into what people are doing on the ground in the responsible finance industry. We will release new podcasts on a monthly basis, announced through the RFI newsletter. You can find the latest newsletters linked from our Twitter feed, at RFI Foundation, and on our LinkedIn page. Search for the Responsible Finance and Investment Foundation. For our first podcast, I'm excited that our guest is Noreen Hayat, who is the business head at Tez Financial Services, a fintech company in Pakistan. She represented Tez and presented during the RFI Summit in Zurich as a finalist and the eventual winner of the Support Disruption for Good Challenge. They have made a lot of progress since the summit, and without further ado, let's hear our conversation with Noreen. First of all, congratulations for winning the Support Disruption for Good Challenge at the RFI Summit in May. Can you explain what the problem that your products are?
1: Thank you, Blake. Uh, you know, thank you for having me at the RFI Summit in Zurich. It was absolutely a pleasure being there. Um, well, we're uh, busy with some focus groups uh, this week, um, so you know that's taking up our time, uh, but the pilot is something you know we're actually in the process of getting a non-bank company license non-bank financial company license in Pakistan and uh, you know that's uh, that's an exciting update at our end and um, know it's something that's going to um, help us um, explore more opportunities um, in our products that we're approaching particularly the lending product which is the nano loan since now we're becoming a non-bank financial companies, you know, the different requirements of the regulators that we have to abide by. So, you know, we have to make sure that the systems are in place and, you know, all the regulatory requirements are, are you be compliant with them? So, you know, we're making sure that before the pilot, you know, we get those um, aspects handled. So of course, you know, that, that's something that does take time and of course a lot of effort. So, so we're a little tied up with that. Um, for the pilot, you know, we we're actually busy getting our technology back in, in line with some uh, requirements uh, so that's uh, that's pretty much in line and we we're uh, really excited about how we are going to market that and how we're going to onboard the customers so right now our agenda is to make sure that our application is fit for use for the, the people who are actually going to use it which is primarily uh, you know people from the un and the underbank segment Uh, not only it's going to be millennials also, so the focus groups are going to help us, you know, arrive at those decisions.
0: Yeah, so in terms of, you mentioned the demographics being split between uh, unbanked people and and millennials, is there a a split between uh, where they're located? Are most people that you're targeting going to be based in urban areas? Is there a rural uh, component to it?
1: Well, you know, that's the beauty of our product. Um, We actually believe in providing access to anyone without friction, you know. So be it, you know, people in the urban areas, the rural areas, you know, from any segment, the biggest beauty of this product is that it provides access to finance without discrimination and without friction. Um, And, you know, with technology on our hand, we don't have to really worry about where we're located because anyone from anywhere having a smartphone can actually apply for the loan. The commercial launch happens, there will be no um, limitations as to where the users are coming from.
0: So you mentioned that you had moved towards uh, or gotten the non-bank financial institution license. What, what does that bring you that, that you wouldn't have as just a primarily you know, a technology provider?
1: Yeah. So uh, with an NBFC license, we actually have the license to lend to anyone. We will have a lending NBFC license. So, you know, this, um, this gives us a lot of leave-in how we actually use our products, how we market our products, even the kind of products that we, we can come up with, particularly credit, you know. Um, so we don't really have to depend on any financial institution, primarily a bank, to be able to go to the market. We can do it through our own platform. So, you know, it actually gives us a lot of freedom in how we're uh, devising our products and how we're actually going to market.
0: So then is, is your primary uh, primary funding source then still, still working with banks? Or is it just this gives you the option to have, to have multiple sources, whether it's uh, capital markets raising or, uh, or from banks or from other financial institutions and investors?
1: Well, it's going to be a mix of both, uh, both debt and equity. So we will have our own funds and also, you know, an element of debt for the loan book. Let's see how we go about that.
0: Yeah, so the when you mentioned uh, that the product can reach sort of wide diversity, it seems like it's really flexible to, to the loan structure. Does that allow you to, if, say, you had if there was an Islamic bank that wanted to, to work through the platform to reach unbanked uh, people in, in nearby or in uh, rural areas, sort of outside with their branch network, would that be something that would be able to be facilitated within the technology platform?
1: Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, to start with, of course, the platform that we're offering will be through the Tez app. But yes, we, let's see, going forward, we probably will be open to the idea of um, banks having to use our platform to get to customers. Uh, but for now, it, it it will be, for sure, through the Pays app.
0: Once you complete the pilot, what do you see that as being, you know, once you're done with that, what will you have demonstrated to the market? Is it just the the ability of technology to scale up to uh, nano lending operation? Is it, does it have... Is it going to demonstrate sort of a more uh, holistic uh, business model, uh, proof of concept?
1: So, Blake, um, at the heart of this lies artificial intelligence. Uh, We're actually relying on smartphone data to capture, you know, various data points, uh, be it demographic, social, financial, uh, you know, all sorts of data points that our algorithms will ultimately assess to create user profiles. And these user profiles will ultimately give us insights into the payment patterns, the repayment patterns, the the borrowing patterns of all these people. So our pilot will not only give us, uh, you know, insights into how we are gaining traction, but it will actually provide some solid insights into repayment behavior, you know, default patterns, even, you know, the kind of uh, loan sizes or loan tenures that people are looking for. So it's got a wide range of, um, you know, attributes that we'll, we'll actually ultimately be determining from this pilot.
0: That's great. There's been sort of a lot of little experiments that I've, that I've read about uh, around the world, but it seems like not many of them have come with a financial services license. Uh, they, they tend to, I think, partner with other companies. That's, that's great that, to have that example uh, out there. Uh, sort of going back a couple of steps here, how did you get to, to where you are with Tez? Uh, I mean, what was, the, what was the source of growth for the company and your motivation for becoming involved and, and how your background sort of led, led you to this?
1: Well, Avik, you know, I've always been a believer of, um, you know, having to make an impact. Um, And however you do that, you know, through whatever sector that may be. And when you talk about Pakistan, you know, you've got a population of 200 million people, more than half of which do not have access to financial services. And as a result, you know, these people are actually entrenched in poverty. You know, even um, affording something as basic as two meals a day is something that they don't have the luxury of. Um, And, you know, there was nothing better than having provide them something that can actually give them um, to give them a leeway to that. So my uh, journey has actually been pretty exciting. Um, uh, microfinance has been something that has been really close to my heart, and it started off at the time when I was actually part of a credit rating agency in Pakistan called the Pakistan Credit Rating Agency. Um, I was a microfinance specialist there. And it was at that time that I actually came across Mr. Nadeem Hassan who is the founder and the then CEO of uh, Tamir Bank and um, EasyPay. So, you know, during the time, we actually got acquainted with what they're doing and the great work, the great impact that they actually brought within Pakistan. And so as time proceeded, you know, um, I um, went on to co-found another startup called Check-in Solutions uh, with a partner, uh, Hamza Hussain. And we both actually um, came on to develop technology for microfinance. So the, the microfinance sector you know has here has been um, criticized quite a bit for the interest rates that they charge and you know as we all know when we actually try to understand the dynamics behind it we do understand that you know their hands are tied because of actually the costs that they're in, they're having to incur to actually reach the masters who don't have these services so, you know, with our technology, we thought the best way to go about it was was actually to cut down the major part of their costs, which was actually reducing their efficiency and also productivity of their loan offices. So we actually came up with a digital field application. And during this time, you know, while we were working for check-in, um, Mr. Nadim was one of our advisors there. And, um, you know, it, it so happened that, you know, we um, during the course uh, saw that our visions really aligned. And so, Nadeem, you know, um, he was like, "Why don't we actually go on to do something together, and you know, maybe just expand the horizons of this and bring in a bigger impact?" And so that's where Tez started, and um, we all, you know, went hands to actually co-found Tez. And you know, now this is where we are, and it's actually a pretty exciting journey. Tez, as we call it in Urdu, is called fast. You know, um, it's called swift, and that's how we're we'll actually going. It's going pretty fast, and. So we are hoping to make roadways for everyone.
0: That's great, and it sounds like uh, you've you've brought the ideas into into more traditional financial space with the with the license. Has there been an interest from the regulators in how uh, the product that you've developed with Tez aligns with with the state bank of Pakistan's uh, goals in terms of rural financial inclusion, or, or just Financial inclusion generally.
1: That's right. Uh, you know, one of the biggest agendas and one of the biggest impacts that we believe these will actually bring is uh, contribution to the, par- the national financial inclusion strategy of the state bank. And you know, uh, while at it, we we not only aim at um, helping you know creating mobile wallets, but also making them active and uh, you know actually reaching to the masses and enhancing this financial inclusion. Right now, you know, there are 14 million smartphone users in Pakistan, which is expected to go above 18 million by 2020. And so you can see the market that we are actually catering to. Uh, we expect to be, um, you know, having 5 million users on our platform within the next two and a half years. And once we achieve that, you know, that's automatically financial inclusion to 5 million people, which is a great number there. So, you know, that will be a huge contribution to NFIS. And that's one of our goals for sure.
0: Great. Uh, sort of wrapping up uh, from how other people can sort of follow your example. If somebody was listening to to this or reading the the transcript, what would be your advice uh, for somebody who's interested in uh, and impact has a background in either finance or technology and how you get down the road towards towards entrepreneurship and starting uh, starting a FinTech uh, company.
1: Well, I, I think um, this doesn't only go for FinTechs. Uh, anyone who is an entrepreneur, be it in any field, you know, um, it is imperative to have a lot of passion and grit and, uh, you know, to be patient enough face the lows that usually come highs are something that you know we all uh, really enjoy but it's, it's if you can survive the the troughs you know of entrepreneurship um, and you can you know deal with it with grit I think uh, that's all that you need once you have that vision that you wanted to achieve
0: yeah I think that's a I think that's a great message uh, so I, yeah if there's anything else that you want to Want to mention? Um, otherwise, I think uh, you've given us a really good overview of of what Tez is up to now and where you hope to be in the next couple of years, and, and sort of how other people can follow along in your in your footsteps and uh, focusing on impact.
1: Well, uh, you know, just um, wish us luck, um, and I really hope you know we can achieve uh, uh, the impact that we are hoping to, and we can just contribute towards um, financial inclusion as much as we can within this time um but you know we're actually willing to um, you know partner with like-minded people with vision with a vision similar to ours you know so we're open to ideas you know anyone can actually come up and uh, you know be, be entertaining them
0: great yeah i hope that uh, i hope that people uh, will take you up on that and that we can uh connect you up with some similarly inclined fintech uh, social entrepreneurs.
1: Thank you very much, Blake. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you for your time.
1: It was great talking to you. And, you know, again, you know, RFI was a great experience. Um, got to meet some great, brilliant minds. I um, don't you know, we still, I'm actually in touch with a lot of people that I met there, and, you know, uh, we've actually um, managed to gain a lot from the summit and I hope you know you guys keep on bringing the impact that you're bringing so forth and you know I wish you guys all the luck.
0: Thank you. Thanks again to Noreen for being the first guest on our podcast. Keep an eye out for the next edition of our podcast and we may have a special edition of our podcast out before the end of August. Keep an eye out in our weekly newsletter. In the meantime you can follow RFI on LinkedIn we' on Twitter at RFI Foundation, and I am on Twitter also at Sharing Risk. Thanks again for listening.